Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Yeah. We recorded that whole thing. We recorded that. That's great. We recorded that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a great person. <laughs> I fell out of this chair. <laughs> <laughs> that was chaos, dude. That was awesome. Did it? Was it like sitting on something weird? Yeah, I guess I sat on the edge of it and okay. it's like kicked out. <laughs> so, um, where are you from originally? I'm from uh, suburbs of DC, Maryland. Gotcha. So, um, you go home. It's like uh you get like a little break, a little vacation, mm-hmm. and uh, you decide to go home and visit your family, you know? And it's like your first night home. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the first time you've been home in, I don't know, a couple years probably. So, like, a lot mm-hmm. of the family shows up. And it's just like a long night of, like, catching up. And it was really nice. And you got to see a lot of family you haven't seen in a while. But you wind up, like, going into the guest room and kind of passing out. At the yeah. end of the night. And the TV's on in the background. And you don't really think about it, but it's just kind of on. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, the Redskins are are playing oh. the, the Eagles. Okay. It's like a, it's like the Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. Big game. A lot of playoff implications. You know, a lot of people are, are really into it. Mm-hmm. And um, you're not really thinking anything of it. But... Uh, you're like you're kind of asleep, you know. You're just kind of in that light, just fell asleep mode, mm-hmm. and then uh, kind of out, out of the through your subconscious, through like a subliminal, you hear like, "Ben, <laughs> are you awake? Wake, wake." Uh huh. What do you do? Um, I'm probably. I think I'm dreaming at this point, probably. But you hear the you hear the voice and it kind of like startles you back and you're like awake again. Okay. Do you so, answer it? Well, I'm awake, awake. Yeah, you're like awake, awake. I'm probably like, well, I'd probably be like, what? Well, like, you're definitely I'd be, like, I'd say like, yeah, like thinking someone called me. Probably. You're definitely like kind of foggy still, you know? Yeah. Like you're not a hundred percent there, but um, you're you're definitely up. Mm-hmm. So you would kind of like. Like you're facing with your back to the TV. Yeah, I mean, I'd call out and be like, well, "Yeah, what? Like, like, mom, did you call me? Something like that." And he says, "No." <laughs> and you hear like a loud thud, uh-huh. and then another loud thud, and you turn around and you see that he's stepped through the television, <laughs> and he's into your living room. <laughs> Standing in front of you is a man <laughs> who has the physique of a Greek fucking god, right? Like he's chiseled mm-hmm. <laughs> out of stone. He's just like vascular and <laughs> like a lot of striations. You know, yeah. he's just he's just super cut. Veiny. He's, he's very tan. <laughs> you know, like competition level tan. Um, and then you look up at his face, and his face and neck are old. <laughs> like not super old, but he's like 
in his like late fifties. Mm-hmm. So you think like he looks like a guy who's like taking steroids. Okay. You know, <laughs> or like one of those supplements. Yeah. And uh, he's he's in a referee uniform, <laughs> and he's standing there in front of you. Mm-hmm. What do you say anything to him? I'd say like, "Who the fuck are you? What's going on?" He says, "Ben, who are you?" <laughs> my name is Calvin Morway. I'm the buff referee. <laughs> <laughs> you have any questions for him? <laughs> Do I have any questions for him? Yeah. Yeah, like what? Well, like... <laughs> I said, like, how did he get into <laughs> into my house? <laughs> and, and what is he doing here? He goes, I, I walked through the camera right into your television. And you look on the TV, and the play has, like, stopped. Uh-huh. And, like, looking into your... Into, like, into like the camera, like, right into your living room, <laughs> are, like, the two teams... Like they're uh-huh. clearly watching this happen. So, like, if that happened at that point, I'd, I'd, I'd still think I was dreaming. I'd be okay. like, I, I have to be dreaming. So he says, because it wouldn't, it wouldn't stop a fucking NFL broadcast for some weird. I don't know, man. You know, the world's a weird place. <laughs> so he, he says, uh, Ben, the gods have granted me the ability to change the rules. You make your choice. You can either become this generation's Steve Irwin or this generation's Steve Urkel. You decide. And then he holds his hand up and he's got like a he's got like a giant whistle. Like in the NFL they wear like whistles on rings so they can like blow it. And it's like really big, like it takes up like it's as big as his fist. It's huge, man. Yep. Okay. So he says, please decide. <laughs> what if can I can I ask him what if I don't want to decide? What if I don't want to play this game? Because the gods have granted me the ability to change the rules. Please decide. <laughs> is then, he gonna is he gonna keep asking me this until I decide? I, I don't know, man. I say I don't want to decide. And then he blows the whistle. And he blows it, and it's so powerful that it knocks you to your knees. Uh-huh. And you hear in your in your head the voice of God, and it says, "Choose a side." <laughs> right? And you hear it in your head, and you just look up at Calvin Morway, the Buff Reverie, and he's just staring at you intently. Wait, th- is he God? He's been chosen by the gods to present this this choice. Wait, who says choose away? Uh, that's going to be God, the voice of God in your brain. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when he blows Calvin that Calvin Morway doesn't say that. No, it's it, I mean, as far as you know, it's it's God. <laughs> it's God in your brain. So Calvin Morway, the buff ref, yeah, summons God. No, with your the your uh, your insolence to you know, <laughs> your lack of respect towards the buff referee's authority caused him to blow the whistle of doom, uh-huh. which then made you hear the voice of God. Okay. And so the voice I mean, of God. It's your fault. It's your fault, really. I mean, okay. You did it. You did it. So, so I have to pick. I have to pick a side. I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, I want to. Uh, I want to pick S- Steve Irwin, but I know that that's going to be bad. The wrong choice, right? I want to be Steve Steve Irwin. So you say you want to be Steve Irwin? Yeah. And he says, Ben. You've chosen to be this generation, Steve Irwin. <laughs> and he just turns and walks back into the TV. Uh-huh. And he uh, he kind of like blows his whistle and keeps officiating the game. 
and you watch to the end and the Eagles win. You know, it was a pretty good game. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh, you, you fall asleep, right? And you wake up the next morning, and you're going to go get coffee at some coffee shop in town. Mm-hmm. And you go to get in your car, and as you go to, like, put your keys in, you look, and there's a gecko on the handle of your car. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I don't know. I, I'm like, that's pretty cool. And so I, like, kind of reach out for it. See if it'll climb on my fingers. So he like kind of high fives you, uh-huh. and he jumps <laughs> into your palm. Yeah, and he kind of skitters up your shirt sleeve, and he he comes out on your neck, and he rests right behind your ear. Uh huh. And he kind of nuzzles his head in there. Yeah. And you can hear him snoring. That rules. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty cool so far. So you go to the coffee shop, and uh, you order like an americano, you know, uh-huh. and you, you're drinking your drink and. Uh, you got a little gecko behind your ear, mm-hmm. and the uh, the waitress comes over, and she sees him behind your ear. She starts like, "Oh, that's cute," and she kind of like tickles him, you know. Mm-hmm. And he like kind of swats back. Like he's a pretty intelligent little reptile, mm-hmm. you know. And she well, he uh, swats back. Yeah, he like kind of plays back. Oh, know? okay. Yeah, like play like playfully. He's friendly. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. friendly as fuck. Everybody okay, loves yeah. this thing. Yeah, right. And so. <laughs> She's like really enamored with you, you know, just because it's it's obviously a, a little bit of a rare thing. And mm-hmm. she also gets the Americano. That's her drink of choice. She sees that you had one, too. So you kind of talk about best Americano. Oh, wait, this is city. another woman in line. No, that's like the waitress. Oh, OK. So you, you strike up a conversation as it's uh, sort of boring. And mm-hmm. and, uh, and then she goes, uh, you go to pay your tab, you know, because you you end up sticking around for a little later. You had a glass of beer, you know? Yeah. OK. And, uh <laughs> She puts her phone number on the receipt. Uh huh. And she she leaves. You can't right find on. her anywhere. Okay. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, I'll call her. So you call her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, I'm, she was really glad to hear your call. You know, she thought the little gecko was cute, and uh, she thought you were cute, and she wanted to know if you wanted to hang out this evening." Yeah. So she she's like, "Okay, well, we'll uh, we'll swing pick me up from my place, and then we'll go get dinner, and uh, yeah, we'll just hang out." Uh-huh. So she gives you her address. It's like uh, down on the east side of Austin, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you go up to her door. You knock, and she opens. She's like, "Hey, come on in. I'll be just another minute." Yeah. And she's uh, she's getting ready. She looks she looks great, you know. Uh-huh. And you you sit down on her couch, and she has a snake tank. Uh huh. And there's a snake in there. Yeah. And the snake like sees you, uh-huh. and it sticks his head out, <laughs> and its eyes get real big. Yeah. And it's like a big fucking snake, dude. Uh-huh. It like climbs over and comes out and it wraps himself around your neck and it's hanging there like a pet. Yeah. Right? Okay. And she, and she freaks out. She comes out, she goes, Barry, that's the name of the snake. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> she goes, Barry, get back in your cage. Uh-huh. And Barry unwinds itself mm-hmm. and he gets back in into his like his little caged area. Yeah. Right. Do you say anything? I mean, no, I don't think so, because I'd be like why well, I'd, I'd be thinking like when's the time when I have to bring up that the fact that I'm the next Steve Irwin and that's why that's why he did that. Gotcha. So <laughs> the the night goes well. You go out to an, like some Italian place and mm-hmm. uh, you have dinner. She gets shrimp. You get a uh, chicken. Uh-huh. You know, just some pasta. I, I don't know what it's called. And uh, <laughs> you have like a nice dinner. It's like a, like a fifty dollar dinner. You know, you with yeah. a tip you're out of there like seventy bucks. You know, it's like a nice. It's a date. Kind of a it's date. a nice it's a date, date dinner. Yeah. yeah. So you go back to her house, and uh, she's really into you, and you're really into her, mm-hmm. and things get hot and heavy, and you guys start banging, uh-huh. right? <laughs> yeah. And you're banging, 
and uh, the gecko is like behind your ear, uh huh. And he's just like watching, you know. He's yeah. hanging out, and then that snake uh-huh. kind of hears what's going on and gets out of its little caged in area and like yeah. slithers up in bed, uh huh. And kind of like wraps itself around your foot, uh huh. Do you do anything? I mean, like, is it? Can I sense that that it's? It doesn't. The, the this snake doesn't mean me any harm, right? No, no. no? I then, can kind of tell that, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell. Okay. It's like a nice snake. Is he trying to like get in on on the action? Like, so he's trying to... you're you keep banging right, and yeah. the snake like wraps itself around your neck and her neck. Uh huh. And kind of tightens, and you just you come so hard. <laughs> you get autoerotic asphyxiated by a snake. By a snake. By her snake. I mean, I'd marry her, yeah. Yeah, so you marry her, and Uh uh, you're hanging out one day, and at this point, you're like on television, Uh right? You're you're doing like like things on late night. You got a Sunday morning show, you know, right? (laughs) Yeah, you're showing teaching kids about animals, and you decide to get away. You're like Jack Hanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like a cooler Jack Hanna, Mm -hmm. and uh, you decide to go swim at like the Great Barrier Reef. You know, when you're out there in the ocean, Mm -hmm. and you're probably in your early 40s at this point. I'd say you got a kid, another one on the way. Yeah. And uh like your wife is like a sensation too. Everybody loves her. Uh-huh. Like you're a real like uh you're huge this in is Australia. The snake, the snake woman. Yeah, the snake woman. Okay. And um you're out swimming in the Great Barrier Reef, you're just surrounded by wildlife. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh you get a harpoon through the skull because the CIA kills you. <laughs> <laughs> just like they did <laughs> just like they did Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin, the CIA killed him. <laughs> yep. Why did the CIA kill me? I mean, don't tell me. Yes, <laughs> they killed Steve Irwin too. It's a cover up, dude. It's a cover up. Did I know that the CIA was after me? <laughs> no, man. You were just living your life as America's foremost major expert. The then you got murdered in the ocean by the CIA because they also killed Steve Irwin. <laughs> was I about to like uncover the truth about? <laughs> no, Steve you Irwin? were about to die at the same age at which Steve Irwin died by the hand of the CIA. Way to go.